Hello, everybody, and welcome to Learn English with Teachify. My name is Lewis, and I am your host on this podcast. I am English. I'm from Leeds in the north of England. However, I live in Sevilla, in the south of Spain, and I've lived here now for about five years. No, wait, actually longer than five years. And well, this podcast is designed for intermediate and advanced learners of English, but also possible for some beginners. And the idea is that each week、um, I'm going to teach you some expressions. Or some phrasal verbs, or I'm going to tell you a story like today. And sometimes with one of my colleagues, I'm going to have a chat about what's going on in the world. So to begin our first episode, I've decided to tell you a story, and I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you pay attention to it and try to sum it up at the end before. Recapping some of the tricky words and phrases. So, here we go. Let's do it. Let's get started. I'm <clears throat> just clearing my throat first. So today's story is a personal one, which I have experienced, and it definitely left a long-lasting effect on me. To understand what really happened, we must go back in time by, well. Eleven years or so, because this story took place when I was just seventeen years old. Those of you who know me or are students of mine may actually have heard me telling this story during class to try to fool you, as many people don't believe me when I say it. It was summer in the north of England, near Leeds, where I'm from, and we, my friends from school and I. Had decided to go camping in the countryside. We sorted out who was going to drive and which people were going to be passengers in the cars. In the end, I volunteered as one of the designated drivers, due to the fact that I was one of the oldest people in my year. So that meant that I had already passed my driving test, first time, might I add. A couple of interesting cultural facts about the UK, just as a little intermission in the story. The school year starts in September, and the oldest children are those born in September, while the youngest are the ones born in August. So remember my birthday, the twenty fourth of September. That way, you can all send me a present, or at least get me a drink one time. Who knows? If you see me. Walking around somewhere, say, "Hey, Lewis, do you want a drink?" Anyway, returning to the story, there was a huge group of us, twenty or twenty-five ish. So there were about five or six different drivers, and we were all driving in a convoy together to avoid getting lost. So there was a long line of cars following each other. On the way there, the weather was amazing. Blue skies, sunny, amazing for England at least. Obviously, we have low standards. About an hour later, we got to the campsite. We parked in the car park. Then we pitched our tents, ready for a night of drinking, 
playing games, having a laugh, and misbehaving, to be honest. We were all 17, so come on, what do you expect from a bunch of teenagers? Gathered around the fire, we gradually got drunk, childish, loud, and annoying. <laughs> annoying for the other campers, I'm sure, as they came round to tell us off. To tell us off and tell us to be quiet. Shut up! It was about that time when I started, uh, I didn't, sorry, when it started drizzling. It started spitting a bit. Just some light rain. No big deal. Or so we thought. It soon began to piss it down, to pour it down, and rain cats and dogs, so we sought shelter in our tents. At this point, it was really raining heavily, and we were getting soaked, super wet. Despite being in our tents, so some of us made the decision to jump in our cars and try to get some sleep there. At least we'd be warm, comfortable-ish, and then we could go back home in the morning after waking up. Easy. So, that's what we did. We managed to sleep for a few hours. We were feeling a bit rough, but not, not hungover. We were just kids, so we didn't know what a hangover was. <laughs> Um, later, we got out of the car, and we checked on the campsite, we had a look. And we picked up the rubbish, we threw it away, we packed up the tents so that we could set off home for a shower, a full English breakfast, and perhaps, maybe, a nap. Back in our cars, and uh, back in the convoy, but it was still pouring it down. It was still pissing it down. So the roads were extremely wet. They were soaking. And an inexperienced driver would know to be cautious and careful, not accelerating too much, nor braking too quickly. Alas, I wasn't experienced enough, and I didn't want to fall behind in the convoy. My car, or better said, my mum's car, which I was borrowing, wasn't the fastest. So I was going around the curves quite quickly in order to catch up to the car in front of me and to not fall behind. At first, there was no problem. Everything was going well. It was all going according to plan. Suddenly, when going around a slight curve in the road, my wheels and my tyres, they lost control. And my car, or my mum's car, started spinning, going round in circles. And it almost did a 360 degrees uh, kind of spin across the other lane, across the road. But fortunately, thank God, there wasn't another car on the road at the time before I hit a big tree and bam, boom, ah! So I went, like, I lost control, and I crossed the road, unintentionally, of course, and I went straight into a big tree, the front of my car. So I had crashed the car, and quite seriously, too. My first reaction was to look around at my mates, the other passengers, to, to check that they hadn't been injured, 
and thank God, everybody, including myself, was okay. Phew. It was just a shock. We came out unharmed, uninjured, and at that moment I was panicking. I was angry. I was frustrated. And I shouted out loud some things which I won't repeat on the podcast, but I'm sure you can probably guess the kind of things that I was shouting out loud. Anyway, first things first, I called my mum and I told her everything, apologising at the same time, saying, sorry mum, sorry mum, it was an accident, it wasn't my fault, the road was so slippery, there must be some spilled gas or petrol on it, help! So about half an hour, an hour later, my mum and dad came, they were worried, nervous, and uh, luckily they weren't angry at all. So they weren't even a little bit angry. They were just relieved that everyone was okay. So before going home, the scariest moment was uh, doing a breathalyzer test to see if I was drunk, to see if I exceeded the, the drinking limit. And was praying, I was praying that the alcohol from the previous night didn't show up, didn't appear on the test as I didn't feel drunk at all. And again, I was lucky. I was lucky. I tested much below the limit, so the only problem to resolve after that was speaking to the insurance company to get some compensation or a replacement car. And again, thank God, um, my mum and dad, they understood. They didn't blame me, they didn't get angry at me, and I suppose we are all young and foolish once in our lives, and we learn from our mistakes. And since that moment, I drive like my grandparents, and I have never exceeded the speed limit. I'm like an old man when I drive, and people will always overtake me on a motorway. I will be the car going nice and slowly, enjoying the views without overtaking and without accelerating too much. And that, guys, is our first story of the podcast. My true, honest account of what happened when I crashed my car and I was only 17 years old. <sighs> Silly Lewis. Silly, silly Lewis. So, now concluded our first story. How was it? How did you find it? Did you manage to understand just about everything? And if I asked you to summarise it, to sum it up right now, would you be able to do it? Hmm? Hmm? Maybe test it out, and as always, listen to this story more than once. The same applies for anything and everything, because repetition is the key to memorising anything. Now, you can repeat it whenever you want, listen over and over again, but right now, let's look at a few tricky words and phrases, and I'm going to try to explain them. So the first one. I said long-lasting, that it 
it had a long-lasting effect on me. Adjective basically meaning it has a long effect and it lasts a long time. Number two, to go back in time. This is to return to the past. If I could go back in time, I would study Arabic, for example. Number three, to fool. This is like to trick, to deceive. You don't fool me, okay? You don't deceive me, you don't trick me. I don't believe what you tell me. Four, to sort out, phrasal verb. To sort something out is to decide something, to fix something or resolve something. I've got a problem, so I need to sort it out. Number five, and this is added to an adjective or a number, it is ish. I was comfortable-ish. There were 25-ish. It is seven-ish. And it means approximately, more or less. Number six, um, just to remember that a campsite is the place where you camp. We camped at a campsite. And a car park is the place where you park. We parked at the car park. Number seven, a bunch of means a group of, a bunch of teenagers, for example. Number eight, and this is to tell someone off, meaning to punish. Normally your teacher or your parents, they tell you off, or maybe your boss could tell you off. Number nine, speaking about the rain, we've got many different verbs. You could say drizzle or spit like that means uh, to rain a little bit. Whereas to pour it down, piss it down, or rain cats and dogs means to rain heavily. And if this happens, number 10, you get wet. Or to emphasize that, you get soaked. Meaning it is soaking. You are soaked. Number 11, phrasal verbs. We had to pick up rubbish. You pick it from the ground, then you throw it away. And we also packed up our things, like you pack your bag before you go on holiday. More phrasal verbs. Number 12, catch up, fall behind. Driving, I didn't want to fall behind. So I, I drove faster to try to, uh, to catch up to the cars in front of me, to reach them. Number 13, just a reminder, thank God, without S. Thank God I feel healthy today, for example. If the car crash had gone worse, maybe the passengers would have been harmed or injured. But luckily, thank God, number 14, we were unharmed. We were uninjured. We weren't harmed and we weren't injured. And last but not least, I said that the ground was very slippery because perhaps there was some spilled gas. If something is slippery, it makes you fall. And if you spill something, like it goes from, let's say, a glass onto the floor. You spilled a glass of wine. So, 
Thank you all for listening. Um, keep listening. Share this podcast with your friends, your colleagues, your family. Make sure you follow us on Instagram or LinkedIn if you don't already. That's where we have lots of expressions and phrasal verbs, the ones that we will be reviewing in the podcast. And on that note, thank you all for listening. I'm Lewis. It's been a pleasure. And enjoy the rest of your day. See you now. Bye-bye. <laughs>